Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another Beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. I'm Mark. And I'm Justin. And today, we are going to do another one of my Vacation to the North beers. And this one is the northernmost of my Vacation to the North beers, uh, coming from Lake Placid, New York, which is... Pretty damn far up there, to be honest. <laughs> the king in the north. Yes. The king in the north turns to the north and goes, wow, Lake Placid is really far up there. Yeah, it is. Um, but I wasn't was, that... I, honestly, when I was up in, in Tupper, Wake, Tupper Lake, Yeah, Tupper Lake is about like 20 minutes away from Lake Placid. Yeah. it's I, I noticed that when we were driving up there and we saw the signs that said turn and like Tupper Lake and it's like another 100 miles to the west. I was like, wow, okay, that's out there. <laughs> but um you know and it's just crazy that like that's all within new york state yeah I, I think that it's it every i always forget how big new york state is especially yeah. being on long island like we sort of feel like as soon as i get to the city like i, I yeah, just don't have to do anything out. else yeah. like we're just okay i finished it <laughs> yeah. well i just remember that a um a friend of a friend one of my friends from high school she studied abroad in college one of her roommates from england when she was studying abroad came to visit in the u.s and he was staying here in new york on long island with us and then he goes okay i was gonna go to chicago tomorrow like thinking like oh it's not that far like i could drive it'd be like maybe like four or five hours and i'll drive to chicago and i'll be there and i'm like you realize that that's Three like, days away. Yeah, like that's a long ass drive. Like you don't do that like just on that's, a whim, right? Yeah, if that's, you did that, trucker speed, that, you could get there in three days. days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. And he just he could. It was so it was difficult for him to wrap his head around just how fucking massive the United States is. It really is. But New York State is pretty darn big in that sense too. But Lake Placid Brewing is a really nice little spot in a pretty cool laid back town. Like it kind of has almost like a college town kind of feel when you go up that way it's weird because it's it's small um it's a lot of stuff going on there's like a little art scene there's all the sports stuff going on but it also has all the the village things going on of all the winter villages that you have up in northern new york so i don't know it just it seemed like a really nice place to hang out i wish i got a chance to spend more than just the individual day there but while i was there i made sure to drag my loving wife to a brewery (laughs) <laughs> that's what I do. So, um, my wife doesn't even fight me on that anymore. No, she, she she's like, "Hey, right, which breweries are we going to?" Yeah, over there? Steph does the same thing. Steph goes, "Okay, so we're going here, and which breweries are we going yeah. to?" She enjoys drinking the beers too, but I think that you know when I try to cram three or four into into a trip, sometimes it's like, okay. <laughs> Well, that's why like I give Rachel amazing props on this trip because I think we hit six. Oh wow! Over the course of the week, like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was it was stretching it even by my standards. So, but I appreciate it. From so in nineteen ninety, this um, brewery was founded in nineteen ninety six uh, by Chris Erickson and a friend of his. And Chris Erickson had actually been a brewer for um, what was it? Um, sorry, Shipyard Brewing over in uh, Kennebunkport, Maine. So he had some experience going on, and decide and they bought an old restaurant in Lake Placid and started brewing. And one of the first beers that they made is the one called Ubu Ale, which is what they're most well-known for. 
and Ubu is named after a giant chocolate lab that a local patron would bring to the bar all the time. That's cool. Um, <clears throat> so, for the first couple of years, they're working out of a small seven-barrel brewery and just kind of making what they can and building up their support, building up their support in the region. And then in two thousand and two thousand one, it really blew up. They started getting a little more recognition, and two thousand one, they started doing some contract brewing with the guys out in where was it um sorry i had it handy um out in plattsburgh so then they expanded to like a thirteen thousand square foot facility up there and they quickly outgrew that and now they use the small they use the facility in lake placid for their small batches their test runs and local stuff but um the Matt Brewing Company out of uh, Utica, New York, does all their big brewing okay. that, uh, for distribution and stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, but now even that small, uh, I think they're up to like a 56 barrels a week or something like that. Oh, my God. They're so, brewing eight times a week. Yeah. Like it, it's it's Well, no, they've upgraded the size. It's oh. not just a seven-barrel brewing okay. anymore. But uh, their production is up to something like 56 barrels a week or something. That's those insane. Things. Um, and they are also the owners of Big Slide Brewing. I've heard of that. Which is just on the other side of Lake Placid. So, yeah, that's the uh, the article their, I sent you yeah. yesterday. It's their sister. Right. Yeah, I came across an article that uh, Big Slide lagered a Russian Imperial Stout in a decommissioned missile silo. That's awesome. That's on the farm property of a farm that they get a lot of the food for their restaurant. That from. is tremendous. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was they pretty good. You, you know what they need to call that beer, right? Cold War. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. If, the name, the name was not that. I don't remember <laughs> what it was. If it's not Cold but... War, it's got to be War Games. Yeah, yes. Would you like Whopper. to play a game? Um, yes. <laughs> um, so two times in uh, 2005 and in 2007, Lake Placid has been named uh, Best Brewer in New York. Nice. So uh, the three beers that we have today are their Ubu Ale, the Golden Ubu Ale, and the Big Slide IPA. And just these beers alone have brought in more than two dozen be- awards. Wow. Um, like Ubu itself, I know, has a shit ton of them. Yeah, it has more than 17 awards, just uh, just Ubu. Uh, most recently, from 2017, the World Beer Award uh, gave it a gold in the porter category. Wow. Um, so, That's interesting. So I guess, is it a, is it a porter? <laughs> They, I guess they entered it in the porter category. I think it's more of a dark ale, kind of like a brown ale. Yeah, I thought it was more of a brown. Yeah, it looks um, a lot like a, they a call, brown ale. They call it an English strong ale. Yeah, that's so one of those like kind of like tweener categories. Yeah, it definitely falls in the middle there. But Ubu comes in at 7% ABV and 33 IBUs. And I'm not telling Mark, but they happen to have how many SRM it is. And I want to see what you guys So think. I'm thinking... I'm thinking Brown to to the shade darker than brown. Uh, nineteen. Justin, I, I mean, what what is brown? I don't know. I don't have the fucking thing in front of my face. I don't remember the numbers. Twenty two. Brown is twenty two. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a solid twenty. I'm gonna go twenty to twenty two, somewhere in that range. More than nineteen. They say forty three SRM. What? What? That's what it says. Forty three SRM. Forty three SRM is blacked out. That that's. There's no darker way. Darker than black opaque. Yeah. 
That's what it says on here. So well, maybe they're just a typo. I think that beat. No, I think Beersmith might have calculated it as that, but that there's no way that's the yeah, actual that's SRM. I didn't. Even, yeah. I didn't think of that. But I mean, yeah, Beersmith calculates a lot of shit, like 140 IBUs, and yeah, you know, that's, that's not true. <laughs> Can I see the uh, the scale? The yeah, handy still. I did haven't haven't. Yeah, they probably it's probably they, they probably listed the calculated one because honestly, if you know, I, the only brewer I can think of that would get it actually like measured would be like Lithology. You know what? I would say that this is a t- if it, if it is that that could be wrong, or I would say comfortably that it's a typo and should be thirty four because it would fall very close into that category. I don't know. I don't think it gets much past twenty. I would put it at thirty. I would if you told me it's thirty four, I would believe you. No, I don't think it's that dark. All right. Well. Especially considering most of these people, most of the people are going to uh, to listen to this. I'm pretty sure that the visual yeah. argument we're having probably yeah. isn't the, the most adept thing well, at the moment. It's, I would say, it's a, almost the same color as the beer bottle brown. Yes, to give it to give people a point of reference, but it's got a nice little persistent head on the top of it, and the smell. I get the same sort of. Um, sweet roasty nuttiness that we got from the Jamesport Barn Swallow. Yes. Yeah. Not um, it, the flavor is not as roasty. But this is, I think the aroma has it's the same characteristic, but it's definitely not as strong. Right. It's a it's a much more mild version. I have to yeah. I have to uh, really hunt to pick up the aroma. Yeah. Well, I think the taste on this one is. I think this is a great beer. Oh, it definitely is a great uh, beer. You know, um, I don't know. If, I don't know enough about the category to say it's an English strong ale versus anything else. I mean, to me, no. I would just call it a brown ale and be done with it. But it's got a little but bit more. See, the, I think the reason why that it's not a brown ale is brown ales usually have a pretty strong hop character. Okay. Which this doesn't have. Yes, it does not have a it does not have a very forward hop character or any. Well, well really, not much at all. I mean, only at uh, 33 IBUs, it's not really popping out there. No, and the only... I guess you could definitely mistake the uh, the slight acrid roast for a hop bite finish if you didn't know, but it's uh, it, I don't really get any level of hop at all, right. all from it. Just to add another layer to the confusion of the color. Yeah. All right. The bottle itself on the flavor text says Ubu Ale is a deep garnet red in color and features a dark roast malt flavor. There are no there are no added flavors in this beer it is the unique grain combination that delivers flavors reminiscent of fruit brown sugar and chocolate this beer finishes slightly dry and bitter with earthy hops i think earthy yes. is a really good descriptor for this beer like that's the phrase like it's earthy and so like solid it doesn't it's not faint and wispy or it doesn't hit your tongue and like run away it's tastes like you know, it's a meat and potatoes kind of beer. Well, that's one of the descriptors that's typically used for English hops as well. Right. Is earthy. Yes. Which I've always found to enjoy a little more English hops than other hops. So, yeah. I'll also give them the uh, the color. I, I, it's definitely more of a, a garnet red than it is Yeah, uh, I could, it is I could black. <laughs> but um, there's a little bit of... Um, oiliness in the texture and like the mouthfeel a little bit but i think the flavor is really nice it's got a light chocolate note and drinks really easy yeah i have the same uh sort of uh acrid flavor sticking to the sides of my tongue but, but i don't pick it up as much in this one as we did in the other oh, beer. i don't yeah, correct pick it up yeah at all in this one honestly yeah. i mean yeah. maybe that's what was turning me off about that one earlier um this but, one i get like 
almost like a lingering kind of soapiness on the top of my tongue. I definitely get that okay. too. Yeah, I can I can feel you on that. I, I don't get the uh, the prickly. Yeah, I think on it, the sides of my tongue. Right. Yeah, I think it's it's my sensitivity to it. But again, I still like I've come to enjoy that that part of a beer. I know that when that happens, I just need to let it sit for a minute. Relax, you know, rest my palate, and then drink a little bit more, and I, I, I keep enjoying the beer. If I drink this one quickly, the my pal my palate fatigues rapidly. Yeah, um, you know they talk about the um, the slightly bitter finish. I don't get a whole lot of bitter in there, but I'm not looking for it. I don't want it in there. I think it's yeah. I mean it de- it definitely has a little bit of bitterness at the back of the taste, but yeah, it's right. not. It's it's pleasant. Yeah, it's nothing even approaching American standards by oh, any no. means no. whatsoever. No. Um, Justin, you want to start us off with a rating on this one? Sure. Um, I would give this one a bomber. Um, that's about, the, I would say that is the max. I, I like the beer a lot. The bomber's going to last me a little bit, though, because I, I definitely need to, uh, I mean, as you should when you're trying to enjoy something and not be a fat slob like me and just shove things you like in your face until it fills the hole in your heart. But... Uh, <laughs> It, um, 7% alcohol, by the way. Oh, really? That? 7%. Yeah, I, I mentioned Yeah, he that. mentioned earlier. I oh, I missed it. I'm yeah, sorry. I didn't. I, I, I must have been staring intently yeah. at the color chart. No, <laughs> you I, mean, were, yeah, I, you... I think at 7, it's a nice, solid beer, Like, and it's going to get you in trouble. Oh, yeah. You're going to get oh, crunk yeah. on this. Um, yeah, we're going to uh, go with the bomber. It's. I, I would entertain I entertain calling it a pint, but it's too good for a pint. How about you, Mark? Uh, I'm, I'm going to give this a keg. Yeah. Really? Nice. Yeah. Holy shit. I really enjoyed uh you know what my wife brought back down from me and like yeah. the last can was hanging around for a while because like it's... I didn't want it to be gone. Yeah. And now getting to drink it again, it's just I I want this on demand. Wow. I, I... really I really see I, I, I see where you're going with that, and I can understand how, like, this would be one that I always keep in the back of the fridge. Like, there's always, you know, like, if I was local there, like, this would always, there'd always be a six or this in the fridge, like, no questions asked. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not drinking, I'm not gonna, like, blow my way through that keg. No. But I always want it right. there. And on any given day, like, and, 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 in, and it could be an everyday beer and you'd be okay with it. Like, I'm going to come and have my one beer with dinner and, like, I could do that with this beer and have this always be that beer. Yeah. Yep. Um, for me, it's going to be a growler. You know, a lot of the same kind of things. Like, I want this. I want to have a few of them. I want to keep drinking them. And I think they go down really easy that all of a sudden I'm going to end up and be like, whoa, this was 7%. And, Wow, good thing. <laughs> like, I guess it's a good thing that Lake Plessis is kind of a small town because it might be easier to walk home <laughs> and, and after down in a couple of these guys. Oh, um, I would also love to have you know a case of these for you know going out to the camp or wherever I was. You know, if I was going skiing, like you know, in the ca- if I rent a cabin and I go skiing, like I'm gonna stock the fridge with these guys for yeah, the weekend. De- definitely drink this after skiing. Yeah. Come back. Hey, all those bumps and bruises don't hurt in right fact, now. In fact, why go skiing? <laughs> <laughs> right. In fact, in fact, my knees feel great right here. Yeah, we're gonna stick with that one. So while we get the next one ready, I figure it's about time that we uh we update um, p- potential new listeners on the uh the rating scale. 
Yeah, we um, haven't done that uh, in a while. Yeah, we heard, uh, actually, for, for the first time in a while, I heard three different ratings in the last beer. So it goes from a, a one to five scale with how much we, we really want to, we want to be able to consume of it, how quickly we want to consume it. And it goes from a taster to a pint, a bomber, a growler, and then finally, as Mark uh, bestowed upon the Ubu, a keg. Right. And, you know, we try to judge, we, we're not trying to be Jesus. BJCP judges, even though we are arguing about color. Um, That's just because we like to argue. Yeah. but Mostly, but I'm also trying to like we are try- learn me some. Yeah, yeah. I know, and considering that, I'm going to have to take this test at right. some point. And that's kind of what I was going to get at, is oh. we are trying to learn about the beer as we go, and we're always looking to find it out. So if you've been listening and following along with us, hopefully you've learned something along the way with us. And, and if you already know it and we make a mistake, well, let us know that we made a mistake. Nicely. You don't have to be like, hey hats, you fuck that up. Actually, you can do whatever you want yeah. as long as you, you contact us. If you just tell us, we'd be happy. You can you can totally kick me in the dick, and I'll say I'll have. Can I have another, sir? Like <laughs> it'll be fine. Just you know, do it over email. So, the Ubu Golden Ale, which is a, a uses the same hop um, combo as the regular Ubu, is a gold ale. It is four point eight percent ABV, and was a bronze medalist in the New York State Beer Competition. Um, Interesting. I believe it comes in at about 18 IBUs, and they call it an easy drinking session beer that is lightly hopped with the same hop combo as pale as its pal Ubu Ale. A golden ale is so fresh it barks back. <laughs> Did you say what the ABV was? I'm sorry. Yes, 4.8 percent. Oh, okay. So definitely, um, they made this in mind with being sessional. Do they give you an SRM for this one? They did not. The only one I think that was the only one that I saw the SRM. On. Okay, I was so, just curious because this is, I mean, as far as I'm is, concerned, this is straw. Yeah, yeah. this is uh, the straw color there. Little chill haze going on. Um, yeah, I would put this at maybe uh, three. Yeah, this know, is one two, of the lightest beers three. I've seen. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, light. it's very pale. I didn't expect it to be this pale. Well, especially uh, considering they're you know they called the golden ale. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The um, there's a little bit of yeast notes in the nose yeah that's the I, I couldn't identify but that was the only one i got i mean i was really huffing on a pretty good like a paint yeah, can when you're 12 I, I and i just it. couldn't <laughs> just couldn't quite get it yeah it, it smells it was, like white it's, not a, it's not air, airplane glue you know <laughs> but it's up there what were you saying i get i get white bread white bread Ooh, that's a good descriptor yeah yeah it's it, but wonder bread white bread like yeah it's, yeah like, like i i just i took the tag off the bag and i just like yeah. Yeah. Un, unspun it for yeah. the first time. Yeah, it's like yeah, car- carcinogenic white bread. Yes. That, that's the aroma I get. <laughs> exactly. Um, the there's um, not a lot. There's no hop characteristic in the nose or anything no, like that. No, none. I gotta say, this is a killer, fucking killer beer. This is really good. The it's a it's a light um light yeasty taste. I don't know that I would pick it out as a golden, but though I'm not exactly sure. I remember what exactly what a golden ale is supposed to be, but. Ultimate for me, ultimate lawnmower more beer, best yeah. beer I've ever had that you could put in a lawnmower category. Yeah, um, this beer is when I tasted this one, I was looking at it and I was like, oh, like I don't know if I'm gonna like this. Like it's really light. Like I'm like, ah, oh, let, let's see what it comes in. And I tasted it and I was just like, this is fucking awesome. It's really really tasty beer. It is very good. It's smooth and it has the um, it actually has the hop bite. I think they described on the Ubu. When you remove the the um, roasted uh, um, the roast and caramel, the, yeah, the roast and caramel and everything, 
you get that a little bit more, and it is super pleasant. The finish on it is is a is a great palate cleanser. It's yeah, it's super crisp. Yeah, I um, when we tried the um, beer that you had made with the wild fermented beer, yeah, and you said like, and I said like it's a golden ale. I knew like coming in when we were gonna drink this tonight, and I was like, I don't want to like, I'm like it's good. And I'm like, but it falls like right next to this. It's really, really good. Yeah, I, I, I get you. It's it's pretty damn close. The uh, the wild yeast has a little bit more character to it, right? I and I really like that. It gives it a we mentioned a Belgiany kind yeah. of character to it. But for just a straight golden ale, I really like this one, and it's a good golden ale that doesn't end up getting too sweet. Right. Sometimes with the golden ales, they get a little. You get almost like that syrupy candy sugar flavor in it. Yeah, no. And I don't really like that. They've got a really good balance here between the hops and the sweetness. The dry finish, I think, is what makes it. Yeah. It it does finish very dry, and that certainly helps. This this sitting on the lake... Oh, in yeah. one of these Adirondack chairs on their uh, their lo- on yeah. their logo. Oh yeah, that's this is this that would be the joint. This yeah. would be awesome. So, um, there's a famous restaurant in the city, uh, McSorley's. Oh I God, think. yes. So <laughs> apparently, the two things that they have on tap there are light and dark. Yeah, like yeah. that's it. Like I feel like if you wanted, and to... and when you order a beer, you get one of each. Yeah, I feel like if you wanted to, you could put these two as light and dark and have those be your two beers on tap and just be like, these are the two beers we serve. What do you want? These are a hell of a one, two combo. Like to, that's to, it. To, just yeah. Like, these are your two beers. That's all we have on tap. And I'd be okay with that. Yeah. yeah I'd be happy. Um, I'll start the rating off on this one. And for me, this one's going to be a growler also. Um, and there could be days or, you know, even, you know, vacations where this is just the beer that we drink all the time. Um, maybe this, maybe, Maybe Ubu is for those winter days and Golden Ale and the Golden Ubu is for the summertime when we go fishing. You know? I'm in with this. Both yeah. of these are really tasty. They are. You don't I... want to hook yourself? <laughs> Listen, I've done worse. <laughs> Just not in the eye. Just don't hook the eye. Um, This is as close, I think, that a dark, or rather a light beer can come to getting to a keg for me. And I'm really considering the keg. But uh, we're going to go Growler on it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> As uh, uh, Kevin rifles rifles through the reds, it's okay. Sorry, sorry. Don't be I was sorry. trying to be stealthy, and they're a little slippery. <laughs> you were about as stealthy as a drunk teenager coming home in the middle of the night, stumbling no, up the stairs. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I that growler is not going to last very long, especially at four point eight. I mean, this is this is tremendous. Like, you know, I'm always surprised when a beer is this light, and I enjoy the flavor as much as I do. And that there is as much flavor in it. Like, right. I think that's really that's always the impressive part that they can extract that much flavor out of it with such a light malt. Yeah, that's the, definitely the uh, shows the skill of a brewer as to how much flavor they can get out of a beer under five percent. Right. Um, that isn't super hoppy. You pass me the bottle of that real quick. Let's see if uh, I just want to see if they have any other new knowledge on there. Um, nope, just the same info that i shared before but yeah this one has a yellow lab on the on the label as opposed to the chocolate lab that is ubu i think that they're the fact that they've um named them that closely and paired them really makes a lot of sense there you definitely can understand the 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 fact that the 
I mean, I wouldn't have known if they didn't tell us, but when they tell you, you're like, oh, yeah, that same sort of hop character is there. Just yeah. in, this one's cleaner, so we get more of it. So um, while well, I was there, what is it, six beers that they had? One, two, I'm going to go ahead and... Oh, oh I'm sorry, yeah, we forgot about Mark. Say that uh, or make it Actually, Mark, you don't have to say it. We don't care. <laughs> no, I want to hear it. I, I do, care I about do. your love. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to make it a hat trick and call it a growler as well because it is uh, it's really good, but uh, it's not good enough to the point where I want it on demand. Yeah, I was I was wondering how close it got to a keg because it would be pretty unbelievable if there were two kegs in one episode. So um, while I was up there, they did the um, we had lunch while we were hanging out drinking the beers, and they might have had one of the coolest trays to serve the samples in and i'm going to pass you guys the um my ca- phone so you can see it it was like a slab oh yeah of a i log. remember seeing that it was like a slab of a log right the circle of the log with a doorknob in it so you could hold on to it and then they just cut the holes in it and they had slightly tapered like almost like rock-sized glasses that mm. they poured it out there and so when you lifted it up it sat they down into all, yeah. it and didn't slide through I just thought it was like such a cool way to serve a whole uh, flight of beers. It is pretty cool, and the uh, the, the woodworking term for that is a, a cookie. It's a cookie? A, it, yeah, it's a, it's a, that's the it's a basically so, it's literally a circular slice from a log. Okay. It's called yeah they call it's it a log, cookie. Log, it's log. It's better than that. It's good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Come on and get your log. The shit that the, the shit that comes out of the deep dark recesses of your mind. <laughs> It's pretty astounding sometimes. <laughs> Where you're just like, oh yeah, I remember that. But the recall of the moment for you is scary. So before we move on to the last uh, beer of the day, I wanted to mention some of the other beers that I tried there. Yeah, we should definitely talk about those because I don't know if we're going to like this one. Um, well, they had a, um, a what they call their High Peaks Hefweizen, which um, I thought was a little too... Cloint sweet to really? be a good half. Yeah, half of ice yeah, and sweet. Was, really, it was a heffy that tasted sweet and like it just it wasn't really my thing. Was it clovey or yeah, very clovey, like a lot to the point where I couldn't drink it. Hmm. Um, then they have their uh, American Session IPA called Chugger, which uh, has Chinook and Citra hops, which was not my bag. Yeah, well, it just wasn't my bag. Um. They had a Redfield Rye IPA, which was actually kind of nice. Had Amarillo in it. It was a little sharper on the bite than in the front than I really wanted, but I thought it was nicely done. Yeah, I wonder. I would wonder what the percentage of rye is because especially yeah. rye with a with a hop like Amarillo, I can see him upping the spice. Yeah, um, but the one that I wish they had that I was able to get and bring back to you guys was their uh, English Pale Ale called the Forty Sixer. Which was a copper pale ale and just and it was hoppy, but it was just really smooth and tasty. And I was like, you know what? It was a good English pale ale that I tend to enjoy when I can when I can find one. Well done. Yeah, I I'm I have nothing against English pales. Yeah, uh, that one that was the one that I missed. That I wish, like I said, I wish they had it there. So the last beer that we have today is their Big Slide IPA and. The big slide is in reference to the ski jumps that were built for the oh, for 19, the Olympics for the 1980 Olympic Games, and they're tremendous. Yeah, they're fucking huge. Like you, you're driving through the mountains, and then all of a sudden you come around a curve, and then they're sticking out above these giant trees 
are these huge sloped things that look that these big houses that are sitting on top of what looks like a radio tower and you're like what crazy son of a bitch decides i'm gonna fucking ski off that yeah it, it's it's when you turn the corner it's like you're you all of a sudden you see the empire state building yeah it's it just really like oh is. fuck that's right there <laughs> and then you come around, and then the road follows around and you get to go in front of like where the landing area for him is and i just look at it and go you have to be like I cannot possibly comprehend how fucking retarded you have to be to jump off of that. Like, there's... I'm sorry! There's no way! Like, I cannot... Now I'm waiting to see it, like, as the Winter Olympics come around. Like, I'm waiting to see, like, what it looks like on TV again so I can be like, wow, that's what it looks... Because now they're even bigger than them. Like, my brain... I can't spit it out enough. Like, it's baffled me and terrified me all at the same time. I wanted to weep. And run away. I really did. I was I was getting that that feeling that you get at the top of a ladder, like when you're losing your balance. I was getting that in the car driving by them. Oh my god! I couldn't do it. Could not do it. I'm sorry. I'm I'm waving my hands all over. I get that I'm feeling. Clumped. I don't even know. I get that feeling when I watch the crazy Russians that are like walking on the edges of buildings and like purposefully jumping off and then grabbing the edge and climbing back on. Buildering. It's called building. Buildering? I didn't know that was a thing. Thank you, stuff you should know for teaching me about buildering <laughs> yep. a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Um, so the Big Slide IPA is named for those, uh, the giant ramp that's out there, and it comes in at 7% ABV and a hefty 70 IBUs. I'll have to say, the for, for the aroma, I did not catch 70 IBUs of aroma. Like, in, you know, uh-huh. it didn't, the aroma didn't frighten me, and, um, uh, color-wise, I think we're looking at, uh, I don't know, man. Gold? Yeah, this one looks pretty golden to me. Yeah, gold is accurate. Awesome. Getting good at this. Yep. So, uh, and it's got a pretty damn persistent head on it. It laces the shit out of the glass on top of that. Um, I'm going to uh, go in for a taste. I don't know what you have to have to say about this so far, Mark. I get some pine in the uh It's the definitely nose. pine on the aroma. Uh, I have tasted it. It is definitely an IPA, but it doesn't, it's not quite to the point where I get that, like, chomping abhorrent IPA character in it. No, um it actually it is actually pretty tasty. Yeah, it actually fin- it actually finishes pretty clean. Do we have any idea what the hell uh, hop was in this? Um no, I did not see it on their website and it does not mention which one they have. Um and even looking at the um it's got that IPA hop finish, but it doesn't have that it doesn't stick. It goes yeah, away. It's not. Well, I mean, it kind of lingers at the back of the taste. Oh, very little bit. I'm but sorry, it's not, I got which uh, hops it is. Whenever you're, when you're done, it's it's not. Uh, you know, it's not to the point. It's not offensive. Yeah. Right. So it is with four different hop varieties. It is Amarillo, Simcoe, Chinook, and Citra. Wow, I actually kind of dig a beer that has Simcoe. I I, <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it was possible. I would really, you know, obviously. You know, it gets really like into the weeds, but I would die to know like this the hop schedule and all that because to be able to blend Simcoe into something that I, I find palatable is pretty impressive. Um, I'm gonna concur with you on that. And Chinook has been raising its head a lot recently and kind of biting me in the ass, like that. I'm been finding it in a bunch of beers and then like, nah. I love nah. Citra though. Citra has Citra is a good one. And I've had several homebrew IPAs that were uh, single hop Citra. Yeah, that I've I've like actually wanted more of yeah and you know this one is i think 
Mark, you kind of said it. Like, it definitely tastes like an IPA, but it doesn't kind of like – it's not kick you in the teeth IPA. Right. Um, it's kind of like Fisher-Price, my first IPA. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't mean that in a derogatory way no, either. No, no, no. I mean, like, you know, if, if – if someone wanted to go down the road of an IPA and, and no six stages, <laughs> yes, this would be stage four. <laughs> um, you know, you get seventy. Like again, I look at seventy. This tells you seventy IBUs to me is a high amount of IBUs. And yeah. and, I, and I know that the IBU is a lie and all of that. So it's it's just a general number, and who yeah. knows? But this is a a pleasant drinking IPA, something you could hand to re- basically any beer drinker. And they're probably not going to pour it out unless they're really, really against any level of bitterness. Yeah. I can understand that. Um, I think of, like this one, my, I have a, an uncle that lives for Heineken. And I feel like if I handed him this beer, he'd be okay with that. He he would like this one. He, I feel he, like he would drink it. He would go, "Why didn't it sit out it in the sun for forty five like minutes?" Skunk. Oh, <laughs> I'm just. I'm only kidding. The point, I'm only. I'm only kidding. No, no, no. I yeah. understand, but yeah. that's besides the point. But I feel like it kind of has. Oh, so that that reminds me. Finish your thought, but uh, I was gonna say it just kind of has that that gentle bite to it, a little bit that you get when you do try something like Heineken. That, that when it's not on the rare occasion that it doesn't taste like completely skunk shit, <laughs> but. On a handful of occasions, I haven't handed one and been given no other option. Right. <laughs> I won't drink Heineken. And uh, where I was going with that, right? So yeah. yesterday, we were at Amy's grandpa's place right. to celebrate his 93rd birthday. Mazel tov, grandpa. Yeah. And um, so it, he buys beer that's cheap and on sale. Schlitz? So, no. Where have you seen Schlitz? But that kind of cr- I, I don't know. He's ninety three years old. I feel like he would know where. He might have had some Schlitz from back in the day. In the Maybe back he had of some Schaefer. How about that Schaefer? So the, <laughs> in his fridge there was one bottle of High Life. Okay. And one bottle of Budweiser, and then everything else was rolling light or rock. heavy. Regular Bud. Okay, but heavies. Gotcha. So Rolling Rock's also in a green glass. So we know we're not going with and that rolling one. Rolling Rock is gross. So I drank the High Life. And then I drank the bud, and then I was like, "I'm not drinking anymore because I am not drinking Rolling Rock." <laughs> and now you, now you know you have to go and uh, you have to drink. Uh, you have to bring your own beer to Grandpa's house. <laughs> there you go. I wasn't really intending to drink, but so, here's the question: I, I need. Does drink. Grandpa enjoy drinking a couple beers with you? Hell yes. Yeah, he, I mean, he's he, made it to 93. I'm assuming that's because he drinks beer. Oh no, he enjoys a beer, but like I said, like he he's very frugal. Like yeah. I don't. I don't know if you've been there with us, but I've never met him. Uh, Justin Howard's, right? Yeah. Howard's is this hole in the wall place that's. Uh, <laughs> I've driven past it fifty six thousand times. Yeah, and I've it's never heard it's of it. in the shopping center at the corner of Waverly and Sunrise. Okay, so I know the shopping center. So, and I still haven't seen it. So, yeah, okay, I see how small. Yeah, it, it's a hole in the wall place, but they have really good food. They do, and. They, it used to be like you order an entree and then you got beer. The okay. unlimited, the beer unlimited beer. Oh, that's kind of cool. So you got like the $14 hamburger and they, you know, you had it's your like choice. It's like table wine, but you, table beer. You, yeah, you had your choice of butter, Bud Light. That's. It reminds me of sitting at a pie gal table and you're just trying to push the whole time and then drink, <laughs> drink, right. drink the difference. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> love that game. But anyway, so, you know, he, he, 
like Amy's family has turned me on to this place, and it's great. I love going there. Okay. And, uh, you know, occasionally I don't mind drinking, bud. But they recently started charging for the beer, uh. and her grandpa was, like, losing his mind. Like, they're charging you for beer now. Like, I can't believe it. Because <laughs> he and his OTB buddies used to go there a lot oh, as well. Oh, there you go. And, uh, you know, we, we took him out there for dinner. Yeah, right. At some point in time, you know, after they started charging for beer, and when I got the bill and I looked at it, it was a dollar fifty a person. For so, a, so wait, so they for unlimited beer, dollar for unlimited for beer, unlimited, yeah. And I'm like, Shit, why are you crunk, complaining? <laughs> like, you get a burger and go get crunked an hour. It's like I understand, it, like they didn't used to charge, and now they're charging you, but it's only a dollar fifty. Dude, a fucking soda is more expensive. I know. There. I, I believe you. I believe I'm I'm sitting there. I'm, guys, when we finish, we can go get a burger and let's go I'll drink bud I'll drink bud heavies if you're gonna get your, for a buck fifty if I get a good burger with it. Yeah, oh, very good burgers. <laughs> Alright. Um, let's wheel it around. But bring it back to Lake Placid. Um Big Slide IPA was nervous about it. Yeah. Was really nervous. Um because of how some of those other beers that I mentioned to you before, because of how hop forward they were. Drinking their actual IPA had me a little nervous um, to see how much it is. And I have to say, I'm really pleasantly surprised. Still not going to be a beer that I reach for unless, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, there may be. Unless there's only Rolling Rock left. Yes, I will <laughs> definitely drink this before the Rolling Rock and the and before the Heineken's. Um, but I think for me, it's going to be a pint solely on the value of that. It's not my favorite style. But it's still really pleasantly surprising and really high quality. And if you guys like IPAs, um, I think Big Slide is one that you really need to try. Yeah, I think that this is one of the more pleasant IPAs I've had. I'm going to agree with the pint. Again, same reason. It's uh, it's not my particular style. But hmm, I, uh, I, I'm pleasantly surprised. I would have stayed away from it, and I'm glad we got to try it. I'm I'm gonna make this another hat trick and call it a pine as well. Um, just because IPAs aren't my thing, I'm not gonna right. want more than one of them. But I will gladly enjoy a pine of this. Yeah, I was like, if this one showed up in the flight, I'm not gonna be angry at all. And I'll drink. I might even if we're out, if we were out drinking their beers or we were out in their tasting room, I might change pace and go with one of these and then come back to a different. Yeah, beer. exactly. Like the, I put this in the same category as uh, Brickhouse's Beowulf. Yeah, where every once in a while I'm like, I want something different. I'm gonna have the IPA because, yeah, I like it. There you go. Sometimes I just want to order some shit called Beowulf, though. <laughs> like I just want to sound like a badass and go, I want the Beowulf. It is a good. That is a good name for it. Um, and I didn't mention. Does it feel the- more manly than Nigel's Thornberry? Yes, it definitely does. When I order Nigel's Thornberry, I have to cross my legs in that weird way where your where your knee goes over the top of the other knee. I just remember uh, <laughs> Nigel Thornberry was voiced by. Um, uh, fuck. He was Frankenfurter. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, oh, goddamn. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. So I think a little bit of the crossing of the legs and being just slightly fabulous kind of, you know, makes sense with it too. Excellent. Um, but I didn't get a chance to mention that Big Slide IPA, one of their, uh, has also won multiple awards. And their most recent was the 2016 World Beer Awards gold in IPA category, which I think that's is, a big fucking deal. I think it is yeah. very worthy of it. Um. So I mean, even though Lake Placid is at the northern it's edge, way the fuck up there, northern yeah. edge of the world, 
A. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, if you were getting some Canadian TV at Tupper Lake, you were like fucking in Canada. Yeah, basically. Well, I mean, is it true? Do their heads really separate like that on South Park? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's they were probably like both towns are probably equally distant from the Canadian border. Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest thing about to getting to Lake Placid is the fact that like you, there is no main road. You just you have to go. Oh, yeah, Tupper like, Lake was the same yeah, way. Yeah, you just like it's not like you can just get off the thruway and go you there. Like you stay on eighty seven as long as you can go, and then everything else after that is like County Road. I just yeah. feel like you're just twirling up the mountain towards the scary place with the fucking gargoyles and the bats flying around it. You kind of are. <laughs> you kind of are, and there probably are bats in that giant fucking slide thing all the way up there, and other <laughs> yeah, probably are other godless demons. That I don't know. Is there. is there a uh, a uh, maybe an owl? A guano. <laughs> mining operation at the maybe base. that's what the land maybe that's what the landing slope is it's not really no the, well that's that's why the people jump off it they go crazy from huffing the guano and they're like <laughs> <laughs> but if you ever find yourself up that way and maybe you're headed to canada and you want a little side trip i think stopping in lake placid is a really nice town to stop off in if you're a hockey fan you can check out where the u.s men's team won the gold medal in 1980 and it's a nice town and a nice brewery. The food's pretty good there. Fair prices for all of it. And, man, all three of their beers were a big hit for me. Yeah. I'll make it up there at some point. Worth it, man. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up. You guys have any other thoughts on it? Nope. All right, so I'm going to go sit in one of those red uh, Adirondack chairs, finish off this beer, and call it a night. All right, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.